All right, we're good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, it's been a while here. It's been a nice summer off. Uh, the tray has, has has revived itself over the summer with some nice Coronas, some nice, you know, some some other maybe some margaritas. Pina coladas, coladas, dark and stormies. Justin, Justin, are you still in North Carolina? I am still in Charlotte. Yeah, he's still in Charlotte. Yeah, um, you know, you know how the Charlotte summers be. They get a little saucy. Um, <laughs> you know, DC, keeping it black out here. Um, and my boy Burks in the Boken. Hoboken, baby. Twenty minutes uh, from the Garden. So yeah, you know the boys are all over the map right now, but you know we're keeping in touch. We're trying to get this thing going again. And we're going to start this off, episode 14, topic number one. Where will KD and Kyrie get traded to if they get traded at all? Justin, I'll let you start this one off here. All right. Um, so with this question, I would have had a different answer, I feel like, along with most people a month ago or so when this traction first kicked up. Um, I would say at this point, I don't really think either are going to get traded. And I think that personally, if either do, it would be Kyrie only. I don't know if that would interfere with Durant wanting to stay. Um, I know they're kind of locked in together. But at this point, I think Durant, they're just asking for so much. And I know he's worth it um, as a player, but it's still hard to swallow giving up tons of young guys I think for any team uh that's already good to kind of like compete now while Durant's in his prime and give up what might come in the future but with that I would say the Sun like if he gets traded Durant I would say would go to the Suns would be my number one destination um because they've tried two years in a row basically failed with this regular season like god squad and then um Yep. They just have all these young guys to do it. And so, you know, Chris Paul's also in the end of his career. Uh, in my opinion, like he's getting towards the end, even though he's still rock playing well. So it's yeah. kind of like you want to utilize oh, Chris Paul. Yeah. What? That end of the Pelican series. And then. Yeah, he uh, was totally worn out. Absolutely. So, yeah, so you got to like, I don't know, maybe the Kevin Durant, Booker, CP3, Big 3 would do better than the depth of the team. Good for the Nets, too. You get Michael Bridges, DeAndre E, and Cam Johnson some picks. Then Kyrie Irving, I would say if he gets traded, I would pick the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I just think Luke has needed help for a while. It's a short-term commitment probably with Kyrie, or it is, right, because it's contract. So you, they would just want to kind of see what happens, see if he goes well with Luka. They could literally win a championship with Luka and, and uh, Kyrie if he plays the whole season. Like, you never know, just because of what Luka's shown he's capable of. So that would be my two uh, for both of those guys. But right now, it seems like they might just stay put. It's gone quiet. I like that. Jonathan? Yeah, I need to revise what I said before about CP3 first. So I remember Joss and I, we were actually in Bermuda when they were playing the Mavericks, and CP3 was balling out until the day he turned 37. Then he sucked dick. He got so bad. He, like, literally got old the day he turned 37. Never seen anything like it. It was crazy. Um, 
But yeah, back to the KD, where do I think he's going to get traded if he does get traded? At this point, I'm starting to think he's not going to get traded just because what Justin was saying. I think the Nets asking price is just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, like, I thought the Suns at first might be able to do a package, but then they re-upped DeAndre Ayton. They gave him the extension. So now they don't really have the money to do that. And they even and they wouldn't be able to trade DeAndre in for I think until like mid next season anyway. Um, and then the Heat was one of the options KD wanted to go to along with the Suns. The only thing is with the Heat, they would probably have to give up someone like Bam if they if they want to keep the rest of the guys together. But they can't trade for Bam just because they already trade for Simmons. And if you trade for someone who's on like their second max contract or something, it's something like that, like a young player. Oh yeah, they, they can't get traded if you've already traded for one player, one of those players. That list, there's a list of those types. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. So, and then now just kind of the Celtics news emerged, but like, I don't know. As as a Celtics, you know, like I saw them. I think they had it this past season. I think they just needed like one player to take over when it mattered. And I think Jason Tatum is just kind of young and it was his first finals and he flopped at times. And because of that, I really do think like if he had been that key playmaker and like he that game changer that they would have won that series, but he wasn't. So I don't know. Like, I don't think the Celtics should give up what they have with their core right now, especially if they got to give up a package of like Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, like Robert Williams and like three first round picks. So overall, like, I don't think the teams are going to budge. And I think Katie's like not a bitch, like when it comes to playing actual basketball. And I think he's going to show up and want to like ball out and play either way. Now, as far as Kyrie goes, like the Nets, like I think they want him out. Like they fucking hate this dude. They, he's like yeah. he's literally destroyed. He's been the like number one sole reason why they've been just bad or haven't reached their expectations. So because of that, I do think that they do find a trade with the Lakers somehow. And yes. I feel like the Lakers actually <laughs> do budge. And Jeannie Buss gets over a high horse and gives up those first round picks. Cause I think both teams are desperate. Both teams really need to pull off their trades. And I mean, hey, like the Nets wouldn't be getting much back, but they'd be clearing cap space. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I just think they're they're done. They they don't want Kyrie and he's got to get out of there. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I agree. I, I think Kyrie is just a cancer, but we all know that. Um, I kind of like what Justin said earlier. He's like, he thinks maybe both of them would stay, but if one were to go, I also agree. I think it would be Kyrie. Um, I think the issue is with KD is like, he's just too old, dude. And like, also he's not the best fucking teammate, obviously. I mean, he goes to these teams and like, yeah, he did really well with the Warriors, but that doesn't, that's kind of an anomaly. You know, he's, he's gone to the Nets. He's been injured a decent amount. Um, he's been in the media a lot for just kind of stupid shit. Like, I think teams are taking a big risk in terms of what they have to give the Nets to get KD. Um, like a team like the Suns, I think that makes the most sense on paper. 
looking at their players, what they can trade for. Um, but the Suns are one of those teams where like they're almost good every like 15 years. And I don't think they want that to continue. So I think they're a little hesitant because they got a good ass squad right now. I mean, they were first in the league last year by a good, good amount. And there's no point in breaking that up for, for KD who could come in for like two years. And again, the league is real tough, dude. I, I don't even know if they'd win it having to get rid of like Cam Johnson, Aiden, Mikhail Bridges, all those guys. I just don't know if the market is ready for KD. Um, I mean, he requested a trade, but it doesn't seem like he's like going full out hard and sitting out the season and shit. Um, and then Kyrie, I don't really know who the fuck wants him either. Cause like, I, I don't know. I mean, there's Lakers, only so many teams. That's yeah, the Lakers, Lakers exactly. are literally the only team, I feel like. Literally, yeah, that's the thing. I was going and by fit, but in terms of actual interest, I think it's just the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think fit, yeah, I mean, that, that that's another discussion. But, again, it's like, dude, who the fuck wants this guy, Kyrie? Like, you don't, you don't want Kyrie if you have a bunch of, like, young guns who are, like, developing because he's just a terrible influence, you know? Yeah. So – I, I would be surprised if they're both on the same team next year. I think if anything, I, I could see like one of them getting traded like midway through next season, but maybe they're both there to start the season. Yeah. I, yeah. That's right. yeah, I could see that. I mean, at first, like the Nets, when they first got Katie and Kyrie, they didn't even want Kyrie. It's just Katie was like, I'm not going to your team unless my brother comes with me. And they're like, all right, fuck, we'll take him. But now it's like, dude, I feel like both the Nets and KD at this point are just like, I don't want to play with Kyrie. And I feel like KD is publicly not stating that. I really feel like as close as they may be off the court, like on the court, I think the stat is like they've been together. They've been on the Nets for – three seasons they i think they played 41 games in total together 41 yeah, I mean, season games that's crazy so who knows they could have some deeper off-court connection that really like is why they're close but i agree like in terms of a basketball standpoint they seem pretty done with each other i think it's just been it's it's just been a head case and the fact that like now you have ben simmons like like dude you can't have like the two biggest guys on your team who are known for drama at this point the mount rushmore like biggest pussies in the nba but, but that's yeah. exactly what they are <laughs> like you got to get rid of one of those guys and see if you can get simmons back to what he was and, like, yeah you, you got to get rid of Kyrie. dude the lakers should trade for simmons maybe I mean, yeah. they got to go for something, and I don't know how valuable Simmons is at this point. They, you could potentially get him for a bargain. LeBron can maybe teach him how to shoot a basketball. He's <laughs> like LeBron, I'm not going to shoot. Or like, yeah, that way, like in his first two years. Yeah. Yeah, or just have Rush show him how to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Off the top of the backboard. Yeah. Um, All right. Next All topic. Right. Yeah, we'll move on here. So how far can the Knicks go next season if they are able to get L. Donovan Mitchell? Justin? Um, should I start this one? Yeah. All right. So 
I want to say that, first of all, I would support a trade for Donovan Mitchell, and I'm pretty disappointed that the talks have, like, seemingly died down. I think it's been two weeks, apparently, since they've talked. But, you know, it doesn't seem like anyone else is offering much for Donovan Mitchell. The Heat have been the only other name I've really heard. So I don't think that means he won't get traded either, even at next year's deadline or just later in the offseason. But anyways, you know, as a Knicks fan, it's just depressing. Like it has been for, honestly, like our history is not, does not live up to our fame and our image and like how popular we are. It never has. I mean, even our best player, Patrick Ewing, if people would shit on me for saying this as a Knicks fan, like, but it's just a fact. It's still not like even close to a top 10 player, really. So, you know, we don't, we don't have a history. You made a favor. Yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, exactly. So I just think like we had mellow and that didn't end necessarily well, but we need a, we need to jolt something into the team. Like I'm ready for it to just be competitive consistently. And so Donovan Mitchell has a ton of like explosiveness. He loves New York. Uh, he has a really good attitude too as a player. Um, so I'd love to get him. And I think if we did, the ceiling would probably be to be a completely honest second round of the playoffs, in my opinion, which I know like that's not what you want, but we've just been terrible for so long. And we've talked about how he could draw in another star and just add a winning culture in New York. Um, so the thing about trading for him though, like that I would say, um, like who I would offer to get him would be I'd make R.J. Barrett basically untouchable because if you trade R.J. Barrett for Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion, you're just going backwards at that point. Like R.J. is hopefully going to take a step forward, hopefully be an all-star. You want to pair him with Donovan Mitchell. Um, You don't want to gut the entire team to the point where it's like you're not even really improving the team. You're just adding this one star. And that's the problem with the Knicks. Our roster is not that stacked at all right now so it'd be hard to find the right package to not make our team decimated with just Donovan Mitchell added so you know I've thought about just like maybe like the and to add before this the Jazz getting so much for Gobert makes this tougher because Mitchell's considered better even so now that just adds at least in my mind so that adds to but I would say you know (laughs) like four first round picks, maybe, no, maybe five first round picks, OB Toppin. Well, how many did they give up for Gobert? I think they, the T-Wolves gave six, up three. Right? No. Three. Was, was it six? No way it was six. No, I mean, maybe it was six I picks. They didn't really give up any players, so it might, yeah, it might have been draft picks. Yeah. All right, well, the thing you have to think about, though, is the Knicks, I think, have, like, other teams' picks okay. in the next three drafts. Oh, my God. Okay. So, what? We, or like we have a Mavericks pick, um, so we have lower picks. Wait, so I'd say quick. four first-round picks. Say that maybe, like next year's first, ne- the next two or three years first picks, and then maybe like two from other teams that are lower, that are going to be lower, and then Obi Toppin and like Quentin Grimes, right? And maybe you would have to also throw in like Jada McDaniel's, maybe quickly, but. That's basically like what I think. And then I think if you had Mitchell Robinson, I wish we could get rid of Julius Randle, honestly. Like I would love to even put him in that trade. But um, 
whatever. So Mitchell Robinson, Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson. That's like a solid, that's a solid team. I would see that going in the second round. Um, and then see what happens from there. Like I'd be excited to watch that team all year. Okay, so real quick, real quick, Gobert was traded. Um, you know, the Jazz received Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Leandro Balmaro, Walker Kessler, who's the number 2022 pick. I don't know who any Jared Vanderbilt, okay. the 2023 first round, 25 first round, 26 pick swap, 27 first round, 29 first round. So pretty much four first rounders and five players for Rudy Gobert. So Dude, I was saying he's giving all that up for Mitchell. Literally, but I was saying the same though. Like Donovan a bunch Mitchell. of Jesus, a bunch are of, they stupid? What are they stupid? Like, dude, they could have put that package together and gotten Mitchell. I feel like they probably. I know that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't want to offer more for Mitchell than they gave for Gobert, like at all. Yeah, that's already way too much. Yeah, fuck the team. Um, I would say. Yeah, I think the Knicks should definitely go after Donovan Mitchell. Um, I mean, he's still young. He's He's got that if factor. I mean, he could score 50 in a given game. Um, yeah, you just want to be competitive out here. I mean, you can't – you can't – like, luck doesn't work in terms of, like, we're just going to suck until we get that guy. It rarely works like that because you look at a guy like Giannis, like, he wasn't drafted number one overall. So when you bank on being the worst team year after year because you know you're going to get the number one overall pick, that just that shit just never works. Like, you just got to try to be competitive every single year. I mean, look at teams in any sport. Look at, like, the Patriots. Like, they never suck. They were, they were, they were always good. Yeah, the and they Spurs always drafted good. What? The Spurs for a while. Yeah, the Spurs, dude. That's the thing. Years. So it's like, yeah, I mean – and Burke, you said it. You were like, "Yeah, like Victor, Victor Wembanyama or some shit, some seven nine or some shit Frenchman who can actually <laughs> score the basketball." I'm like, "Gobber, you know that is realistically someone you might want to tank for." But still, like, you just gotta fucking trade and be good. I mean, don't go with your whole team necessarily, but I like this better than like the mellow. Because at least Donovan is a little younger and probably has, like, eight more years of, like, solid basketball. And I think the Knicks, in that time frame, hopefully they could at least pick up a free agent um, when Donovan Mitchell makes the Knicks attractive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously they should look to make the trade. I just don't know if they can put together a package, though, big enough. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like the Jazz are in total rebuild mode, and I feel like they just want to get this move done. And I feel like they're kind of like what the Thunder did and just trying to stack up picks yeah. and go into a complete rebuild. But, okay, as far as where the Knicks are, like how far they can go next season, though, like, bro, like oh, I, yeah. I think they're getting knocked out in the play-in. Like, I don't even know. Oh, that's like, absurd. With, that's, no. with Donovan Mitchell? That's blasphemous. I'm not just saying that to, like, annoy you. I don't think they would be that good. Like, I know you're not saying that just to annoy me, but I don't see how that's possible. Because outside of Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson, they're not really a balanced team. And depending on what you would have to give up, I mean, 
at this point, like, I feel like you'd have to give up Barrett, which I mean, oh, well, no, I wouldn't do that. I don't think you would, but yeah, if okay. you had to, I wouldn't do it. All right. So say you just give up draft picks, but, and like you maybe unload like Randall too. I just don't know if that roster is necessarily good enough to compete, you know, even for the Knicks have, playoffs. the Knicks actually have nobody. Well, that's yeah, I mean, you have to, you, to be fair though, we were like the four seed two years ago. So if you're adding Donovan Mitchell, it's like I think with that roster, we could yeah, if you had Julius Randle, you'd have to give up Julius. Ago, yeah. If you had him from two years ago when he was an all-star in this yeah, year, but like totally regret. now you'd have Donovan Mitchell. Dude, I'm just supporting cast is good. But it's like I look at the East, like they're not better than the Celtics, they're not better than the Sixers, the Bucks, the Heat, the Nets, assuming they stay together. I don't I think they're like as good as the Bulls. I don't know. And then like I don't know if they beat like the Cavaliers. I don't know if they beat the Hornets. I don't know if they beat they the would Bulls. definitely beat the Hornets. But like that's I don't know. I feel like the East no. is been kind of the Hornets have done nothing this offseason except have their second best player beat his girlfriend and then and, <laughs> and the oh Knicks and we're talking about if the Knicks got Donovan Mitchell and they added Jalen Brunson like I don't yeah see but how. if you if you look Lamella at the Ball would have to be an roster, but look at the Hornets roster and then look at the next roster if, if the Nets, as of right now the Hornets roster is like a lot better better without Miles yeah, Bridges like without Without this trade, oh, without my what's is he just not in the not league that right now? On the floor. Didn't he beat All someone? Right. Really? So if we got Donovan Mitchell, if we got Donovan Mitchell, Lamelo would be like, he has a higher ceiling, but Lamelo and Mitchell are both stars. Then Brunson's better than Terry Rozier. I don't know. Yeah. Seems That's similar fair. Yeah, to me. Yeah, he's, he's, Robinson's he's more consistent. All right. But, but, all right. but like, yeah. at the, uh, the Knicks, though, like, I I they make this move, though, they better bet that, like, they get a star within, like, the next one, two seasons after this one. Because if they don't, they give up a package like this, dude. Like, they're already fucked as just being the Knicks in general. But if, like, they're in bad draft position, too, like, yeah, what else are we going to do? Just like assume RJ Barrett's going to become an MVP. Like we're not even getting high draft picks because yeah. we're not even that yeah. bad. We're like so mediocre. Yeah. So yeah, but I think the only got... other option is trade RJ Barrett or something. and Just like literally give up on everything we've done to this point. Or just like wait, I guess. Oh, no, and like free agency. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, I but know. that's I just... the problem. If they suck, what free agent will want to come to that franchise? No one. I hope like, you, you can't attract free agents. Yeah, but like, dude, even then, like, I don't know what kind of what free agents go to like up and coming teams that often, like anymore. Well, I right? think we're on a different wavelength. Like, you don't think if the Knicks actually be able to keep RJ Barrett and Julius Randle with Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson, they wouldn't be good. They give up a. Oh no, they would be good. I don't package. see them. I don't know if they would be able to keep Randall. Okay. I don't know. Well, how? Like, I mean, they would have to trade what? Like, yeah, I think like five. Well, you just read the Gobert trade. It was a bunch of kind of no names and then just a lot of picks. 
like four first rounders. Yeah. Um, dude, if the fucking Jazz pull that off, they'd have so many first round picks. Yeah. Holy I don't know. Shit. I think we all agree, though. Like, well, I don't agree with playing. I think that's insane. But at least, okay, maybe I, I guess I forgot the playing, you know, it's the seventh and eighth seeds. So, like, you know, maybe I'd see him being like the seventh seed, though, not like the ninth or tenth. Just not just. I mean, who know. knows? They could be like the fucking Bulls and be a regular season yeah. fucking, you know, beast. But well, I'd be excited yeah. about to see what happens if we didn't gut the whole team. All right. Move yeah. on to the next All right. Moving on. Moving on here. Um, we're always excited about the next. Um, <laughs> so, what is Chet Holmgren's old Chet career ceiling? Um, I'll start this one off. I'm a big fan of the guy. Um, you know, I was I was on the gram before the draft, and like, you know, he's he's a pretty uh confident dude. I mean, all of his videos, they're like, so Chet, like, you know, who do you think should be number one? And like, obviously, like, easy answer. He's like, yeah, myself. And he's like, they're like, who's the best dress? And he's like, obviously me. And like, people were hating on this kid in the comments. They're like. This boy's about to get fucked up in the league. Like, wait until you play against Joel Embiid. And I'm like, all right. I mean, anyone playing against fucking Joel Embiid is going to get destroyed. Um, but I saw this kid in preseason, and he's nasty, dude. I mean, he's he's got a nice, you know, he, he can handle the ball. He's got a nice shot. He's good on defense. He's fearless. Um I think he's going to be a lot better than people think. Um, how good, though? I, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll make a couple all-star games, maybe like a similar to like almost like Carl Anthony Towns level. It's hard to know. I think his ceiling is a little lower than like a perennial all-star. Um, I think he could be like, a, a good three on like a really good team, but, but I don't know. Wow. Yeah. After you said all that nice stuff about him. I am. Yeah. He's a, yeah. And he's a three on a good you team. You gotta pull the reins <laughs> back. You gotta pull the reins back a little bit. <laughs> I just right. like the kid. All right. Just no, like, I know. I like his attitude. <clears throat> he does like, he oh, I like his, his name. Actually. <laughs> no, I know that. I know that. All right. Well, that's I'll, the only, only thing I like about him. <laughs> all right so i think that his ceiling is probably like i guess to be a perennial all-star but i also don't like i guess like the, that type of question because like yeah, yeah, the yeah number two pick in the draft so like of course like he's supposed to be like a perennial right. like that like right anyways right i'm just gonna give like a player comp honestly because that's how i feel like it makes the most sense and so you know, people have said, honestly, something I don't really agree with is that they, he reminds them of Giannis. Um, I don't really see that. I see it in terms of, like, what? yeah. You heard that, though? I mean, probably doesn't surprise that's, me that people are saying that. ridiculous. They're completely I've heard, well, I would I've say heard Giannis honestly, and KD combined. I don't want to shit on – like, this isn't to shit on him, but he honestly reminds me of Kristaps Porzingis. But – I can but see better. that. And so I want to say Kristaps, yeah. you can, like, dribble and yeah. handle the ball more, yeah. I would say, a more athletic yeah. Porzingis. 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, his ceiling to me is perennial all-star if he can, like, put on weight and avoid injury. But he also seems just size-wise, unfortunately, like he could get injured pretty easily. And P- I know it's kind of, like, tough to say, but everyone was saying that was Zion, too, who's kind of the opposite. He's, he's too heavy. Too and so, I, and he's actually been getting hurt all the time. So I think it's kind yeah. of a valid worry. Um, if he falls like wrong on his leg or something, he's gonna like freaking snap. But like, literally. The guy, but the guy it's like daddy long legs. Yeah, like literally. Like, <laughs> all right, Zion. Crazy. Zion has a weight um, thing in his contract. I saw that. Yeah, yeah that's, really <laughs> that's, cool. that's to all the fat models out there. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> the exercise models plus size bro the cankle plus size sorry i'm, I'm about that exercise <laughs> um. <laughs> um, <laughs> no um i'll be honest like i really do think like the reason why people hate him so much is because like when's the last like really good white american player you can think of like not like besides Kevin Love, like really like, good, like like all white. Um, Gordon Hayward, but he wasn't really yeah. good. God, Gordon Hayward pisses me off. Um, <laughs> it's a good question. Hey, Nikola Jokic, mean, what? Yeah, American. Oh, yeah, American. Yeah, American. I've gone through this stuff. I don't know. Exactly. So that's the thing. I feel like people have this stigma in their head where it's like white American ball players are just not good. And dude, I honestly think like if he wasn't skinny, like I feel like people would not have an issue because like I'm I'm just gonna say, like, if this guy was black, like people would be like, oh, he's just like a skinny, like he'll bulk up or like whole. I don't like I feel like the perception changes because there's like a ton of skinny black dudes in the league who have been successful but like gotten built up like I mean look at Giannis when he first entered I mean I don't think he was yeah. just skinny or like look at KD like look how skinny KD was when he was in the draft dude he couldn't bench one one rep of 185 yeah. like, I mean I think it's like yeah. a subconscious like thing that people so, might yeah. be thinking so I think like people just have some sort of biases, but honestly, like the like with that being said, sure. I think his career ceiling, just because I look at the Thunder's other draft picks, I think like he won't even be like one of the best players on their team. Cause I'm looking at their picks, dude. Like I honestly think they're gonna hit on some of these picks. Cause I mean, this is the same GM and organization that drafted Katie, Harden, and Westbrook. And, Ibaka, and SGA, like, and SGA. like dude, yeah. guys that are like diamonds in the rough. So it's like, I look at that and I'm like, if they have this, that the same GM, the same people in the organization with all these draft picks, like I, I look at Chet, like I look at Josh Giddy, like these guys might just be part of like a team where, you know, where they get all these top guys. And I could see Chet, like if they keep a group together, kind of being like, like Draymond, like he got drafted to the team and, but he was always like the third best player, like the third link. And I could see like Chet being that and like maybe making like a couple all-stars throughout his career. But I don't ever think like he'll be the main dude. And that's kind of what people are expecting. But like to all- Say that because of his position though, or him as a player? 
I think it's, I think it's both. Here. I think it's both because, like, I think if you're playing with guys that are that talented at the guard or forward position, you're gonna have to give up a little. Um, I mean, like, he can maybe make it up on the defensive end. I've seen him; like, he can, he has some nasty blocks where he comes out of nowhere. But yeah, I think like to Ollie's point, like, yeah, like he could be the third best player, and like on, I think like on a championship team, which okay. which would be pretty cool, and like. Well, I'm excited to see the Thunder because I just think they have a ton of youth. And, like, I'm just... I'd say like second because I think he, he's supposed to be able to score pretty prolifically, isn't he? Yeah. Like, no, so. he's, yeah. He's, got a, he's got a handle. He's got a pretty good mid-range at three. Like he's got the skill set like KD. He's just probably not as smooth or as like yeah. tight with the handle yet. But Yeah. All righty. Um, let's move on here. So what should the expectation be for the Pelicans this season if Zion stays healthy? Justin? Um, shit, I'm going to pass. Bert, do you want to start with this one? Yeah. <laughs> I'll look at well, the roster real quick. No, I was yeah. looking – dude, I was honestly going through the West, and, like, it's crazy because I think there's, like, a legit eight teams that like, you can make a case for to win the title or make it out of the West this year at least. Like, I think the Warriors, you can make a case. The Suns, you can still. The Nuggets, the Clippers, um, the Grizzlies, the Timberwolves. Um, who else am I missing? Missing one other. But then, and then you look at, and then you add the Pelicans, and that's, if I get that other team, eight teams. So it's like the Pelicans are going to be good. Like Zion he was averaging 27 points per game in his second year like but before last season like dude was an all-star starter so if you add him to a team that was the eight seed last year they got some young hungry guys and you know like alvarado cj mccollum coming with that like veteran experience like plays well with the system and then you got brandon ingram still like I mean, that's a pretty good team. Like, uh, if they were in the East, like, I'd honestly put them up there with, like, one of the contenders. But as, as far as the West, it's just, like, at best, I think they maybe get a five or six seed. And it's just – it's like, yeah, they beat out of the play-in. But it's – at the same time, it's like the West is just so stacked. Oh, the Mavericks, that was the team I was thinking of. Yeah, that's a legit team. So – like, yeah, I mean, like, do, would you take them against the Mavericks? Probably not. Like, would you take them against, you know, like the Warriors? Probably not. So I don't know. It's just, it's tough. Like, I don't think they'll be at the top, but I think they're getting better. And I mean, like, I hope Zion like stays healthy because he's just a beast to watch. Um, yeah, I think we need to see uh, like more of Zion for sure um, and see what he comes back like. Um, assuming he plays like he did uh, the year when he was healthy, I think their ceiling would probably be, yeah, like four or five um, because he really looked like he could be a top, literally a top five player in the NBA. Um, but looking at the roster, he would have to lead the team, in my opinion, completely. I don't have that much faith in the, in the supporting cast as other people seem to. Yeah. Um, people have been really hyping them up i think cj mccollum is but yeah he's good but he's really one-dimensional and he seems like a guy that's gonna fall off a cliff to me at some point i, I don't know uh he's not really a star 
um, Brandon Ingram's such like a like a C-lister star, honestly, like maybe like a two-time All-Star in his career. I will say he it's did, a good supporting cast. Zion plays really well. He did play very well in that in that series against the Suns. Like he really he had yeah, some huge dropping like thirty points and like he was having like thirty point double doubles. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I know, I'm not saying he's even bad. I'm just saying, like, Zion would have to obviously be the main guy. And I know that's no question, but, like, by a lot. Like, he would have to carry them because, yeah, Brandon Ingram's good, but he hasn't been able to do shit that – I guess last year they didn't have Zion. Yeah, they did pretty decent. But they also turned it on in the playoffs um, – which you like to see, you like to see those young guys and some of these uh, first timers doing well in the postseason. Um, but like I said, you know, they're not going to be better than the Suns, Warriors, or Grizzlies, in my opinion. And then they're probably not going to be better than the Nuggets with their players back. And I would say then it's a dogfight with like the Mavericks. And I forgot about the Clippers even. Like, so it's just. It's tough. So, yeah, I would say either the four, probably the four five game or the six seed. Um, and, you know, if Zion gets hurt, they're fucked. So that's, that's what I would get on. Yeah. I mean, listen, Brandon Ingram played very, very well. And he, and he almost was like, we're like, holy shit. Like this guy is fucking KD esque with that jumper. Like he's a fucking legend. But he probably played a little you know too well like uh, out of his element almost um the issue is oftentimes when you bring back that star player he needs the ball a lot more and your offense doesn't flow as well and your team just doesn't play that well together as a unit so that's the thing you, everyone has to keep in mind. It's like you can't just say, okay, we're going to add this guy to the team and they're going to be that much better based on how good Zion is. It doesn't work like that, especially for a guy like Zion who really just needs the ball in the paint and is just a bully. I mean, you know, maybe you could argue against that and, and say that's maybe why he would be so good is because you kind of just give him the ball and he's a beast on defense. <laughs> Um, but I, I don't know. I'm a little skeptical. Um, and also it's like, yeah, Zion's a beast. He averages, he averaged like 27, like Burke said, but can he do enough in the playoffs? Like, well, how does he play under pressure? He's had absolutely no pressure in his career. Um, I, I just don't think they're ready. And I think the team is a little overrated at this point. Um, I could see him losing first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with that. An actual postseason a bit, like, and actually how they're going to do in the postseason, I think they're inexperienced and maybe wouldn't even live up to a good uh, regular season yet, necessarily. Um, I I hope they surprise, but... They need a point guard, that too. I don't think they're going to degress from this last year, though, when they were the eighth seed. But but they were the eighth seed, but that's not even that good. But no, but then the eighth seed, and then you're adding a guy who was an all star before he got hurt. Yeah, but you're also adding the Clippers, who will now have Kawhi and Paul George, which they didn't. And then you'll also have the Nuggets, who are going to have Jamal Murray back, and probably potentially the Lakers won't suck 
Uh, it's much, just that yeah. the other teams are better. I mean, the Jazz are going to be terrible now, so that's a team. To and the Mavericks got Christian Wood. Yeah, it'll be tough. I don't think they'll get worse. I mean, I agree it's fifth or sixth seed, but I don't even think they'll necessarily win. Like, I think Luka, because he can shoot and he's a fucking savage, would beat them. So Exactly. Right. That's Next event. topic. All right. So we'll move on here. Um, so which offseason edition is the biggest so far? Jonathan? Yeah. Um, so for this one, I think it's pretty obvious. It's obviously Royce O'Neal to the Nets. Like, I think he has defense. Um, Kill yourself. Nah, okay. You'd be dumbest. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. <laughs> Although, uh, I really do like the DeJounte move to the Hawks. Like, I think that's a great yeah. move. Because, dude, this guy, like, Jocelyn was yeah. always ranting about him last season. Like, this dude, he had almost averaged, like, a triple-double, like a 28 20- one point triple double i think it was like 21 9 and 9 which is pretty sick um but it's like you add that dude to your team who's also like a pretty good defender and you add him up with like next to trey young and trey young can play a little bit off the ball like kind of be more of a shooter you know run off of screens kind of like what steph curry does for the warriors and then you got a guy distributing the ball like this guy, I think it's honestly like such a smart move because now like you totally open up the offense. And I mean, like, I honestly don't really know like what other pickup this offseason was that big other than maybe the go bear trade. Um, and then also, yeah, the, uh, and then also what was the other trade? Um, fuck, I forget, but yeah, yeah, probably say DeJounte. Um, were you going to say the Malcolm Brogdon move? Yeah, I was going to say that because that's huge for yeah. the Celtics. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I agree. I think DeJounte Murray, um, if you like honestly debating if him or Gobert or is a better player, it's kind of tough. I mean, I would pick DeJounte Murray. I know you definitely would, Burke. Yeah, um, totally take him. Yeah, and then also I just want to add to that, though. So my reasoning is that it's a way better fit for the Hawks than Gobert's for the Timberwolves, in my opinion. Um, it's going to be weird having Carl Anthony Towns and Gobert. It's just like – it seems like a stuffed-up Timberwolves got this um, That'd be sick. Whereas, yeah, whereas the Hawks, though, are a perfect match with DeJounte because – He's, he's everything Trey Young's not in that he's a really good perimeter defender. Um, so their perimeter defense in Atlanta was pretty awful. Like, they're not a good defensive team. Pretty much very just offensive firepower, shooting up threes. Um, they're, like a, they're like a Drew League team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, when the Knicks played them <laughs> in the playoffs, dude, they were, like, hot. So they were hitting everything. And all they would do was rain threes. Um, yep. Now you have DeJounte to distribute the ball more, uh, spread the court more, and play perimeter D. I love the move. And I was saying all last year, yep. super underrated. I'm pretty sure he didn't make the All-Star game, which is, like, insane to me. Um, yeah, that is. Who did it? It's twice as good as Andrew Wiggins was last year. So. Who did it? DeJounte Murray. He, well, he made it eventually as a reserve. But... Oh, as a reserve. Well, he should have been ahead of the people. Yeah, no, he should have been a starter. Yeah, yeah so – I would say I'd say Malcolm Brogdon um, in terms of like, I mean, because the Hawks are going to be good, but they're not a contender. And 
the Celtics are already a contender and that, that just solidifies them for, I mean, however long that contract is, he is a perfect Celtic. He, I don't know if he has one tattoo on his body. Um, he probably doesn't even drink alcohol. He's pretty much a white man and a black <laughs> man's body. Um, he might be half black. I don't really know. Um, but he's got that white blood in him somewhere. Um, really steady kid, great basketball player. Um, he could do, I mean, he's just, he's just a solid guy. I mean, whenever I saw him play, I mean, against the Sixers, I'm like, this guy's just going to dominate us. And he's going to make it look easy too. He's almost got like a Kawhi type of like robotic, you know, artificial intelligence in him there. Um, but he's just a good player. He's a good player. And, and the Celtics needed that, you know, put Derek's white ugly ass on the bench, please. Dude, he um, sucked in the finals. He balled out. He's not a good, he's not a good player. Dude, he was good. Um, he, sucked. he was good, but he sucks. All right. Um, and, <laughs> no, but I think that's the biggest trade. And, and honestly, the, the Celtics have missed on, on point guards, I think three times or two times in a row now. Well, well, I mean, so the Kyrie failed, the Gordon Hayward failed. Um, I guess he's not really a point guard. I feel like they tried to get someone else. And that also, oh, Kemba, that failed. Yeah. They ain't failing with Malcolm Brogdon. So the Celtics are, are legit and they're going to be top of the league for the next four or five years. Yeah. And I hate that. Dude, he's a selfless, selfless player. Like that's why it fits so perfect with them. I'm like, dude, yeah, wow. yeah. Now he's going to be good. Um, All right, number six here. Bill Russell passes away despite playing <laughs> before the modern era. What legacy will he leave behind? I mean, I'll start this one off. You know, I don't know much about the guy, um, other than he's, you know, you know, he's he's a legend. Um, look like a goddamn dinosaur every time he came on screen um you know and he was a celtic so you know i'm not a huge fan of him but where does he have 10 rings or something absurd 11. i mean 11 so yeah i mean he's a goddamn legend is, is he lebron is he jordan absolutely not so like that's all i'm gonna say but but rest in peace to a legend <laughs> Talking about Bill Russell. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be quick on this. I mean, obviously, rest <laughs> to Bill Russell. The beast. He has 12 championships, like six, 11, 11. Um, 11, whatever. He was the it's first the black thing. coach, I think. Um, okay. So that's cool. Um, that's and, really Yeah. Neat. I mean, basically, all I got to say, though, is like, great guy, legend, kind of becoming hard to compare the two time periods when it comes to like you know just like it was so different back then i don't know i guess i was thinking we were ranking him all time but i guess we're not so no, we're just, just giving him a shout out things. yeah all right bro no this dude like he oh, God. had people vandalize <laughs> his house bro and he shot in his bed i yeah i had his bed at a lakers like, show like how yeah. Like uh, how he won the chip. Do that. Yeah, he won the chip, and like some fucking like white supremacist did that shit. Chat in Please. his bed. 
Yeah, they yeah. broke into his oh, house. Yeah, he's kind of like the Jack. They vandalized it and shat his bed. Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I just hate how the Celtics were like a glitched out team. Like, you know, the league wasn't really. Yeah. The talent yeah, was well distributed. All right. Well, let's yeah, move exactly. on. I'm running out of time here. Uh, yeah. Sorry. My girlfriend. Yeah, we don't want to. Like, right. This isn't a. Come on. Um, we're not. This, no one actually. This isn't. Cared. Yeah. Disney isn't paying us to do that topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> where does Steph rank all time right now after winning his fourth ring and first finals MVP? <clears throat> Jonathan? All right. So I have Steph. I moved him up from 13 to number 11 on my list because of this. I can't say he can crack the top 10 yet because the top 10 is so fucking stacked. Like, I'm not going to go through it, but, like, it's pretty fucking stacked. But, dude, you know what's fucked up about, like, this list as I'm making it out? It's, like, I'm ranking these players, and I'm thinking, like, okay, if it was, like, one-on-one and, like, I'm drafting who I'd want all time and, like, who I'd want in a final situation, like, game seven – like, I would take Hakeem, I would take KD, I'd probably take Dr. J. I would take all these dudes over Steph. Because, like, Steph is not clutch like that, bro. Like, yeah, he balled out for one game in the finals, dude. But, like, other than that, like, he wasn't, like, that impactful. And, like, he doesn't have I don't to know. Be. I felt like it was more of Andrew Wiggins' emergence as, like, a second player than him, like, being great and, like, seriously, like, taking over. I guess, but yeah. I feel like he's still the point guard of the team. Like, you have to be doing stuff right four times to win the championship. And he's the best three-point shooter of all time. And it's not like he got carried there. Like, he also is sick in the regular season. Yeah. Dude, like, no, it's terrible. Look at he Russell Westbrook. He was up and fucks everything up. Like, I, he was had his worst shooting percentages in years this season. <clears throat> Yeah, but the beginning of the season, he was I mean, lights like, out. Still yeah, pretty good. And yeah, the All Star game, he, dropped he was 50. trying to get the three the three pointer record, and then after that, he was yeah. like, kind of went into a. All right. Well, either five. way, having him eleventh, having him eleventh all time is still really good. And like, yeah, no, it shows respect. So. And I mean, I would probably put him ten, and also I hate and maybe put him over Oscar Robertson, but yeah, over Oscar, yeah. Okay. So the only problem, and I don't want to get into it too much, especially it's like bad timing, but like you said, no, Disney's not sponsoring us anymore. So I don't really like (laughs) putting Bill Russell on my top 10 list, like honestly. So yeah, like bad timing, but we've talked about that. Like, I mean, like, come on, the guy like played, he won 12 championships with a fucking, it's like the Yankees playing the Mets minor league affiliate. Like, yeah all of his games like would the guy really be that good if he played today like i don't know i don't it's, it's, it's like putting good. babe ruth in your top 10 baseball players like the time has gone, gone too long man so yeah that's tough like i don't even like to rank them uh like all him right. and will uh, I, yeah yeah all eager. i i mean i have to see your top 10 i mean yeah i think like you said 11 is like pretty fucking respectable um i think you have to discount the three championships he won previously to this because I I mean, he's, he was arguably not even the best player. So, 
but he, he was very good. But it's like they didn't get if they didn't get KD, then what he would have two chips right now. And if he has two chips, two MVPs, I, I mean, I think he's he's still like top fifteen. I think that that chip that he just won moves him up a little bit because. I mean, what do you want from the guy? He fucking won a chip. He was the best player on his team. Yeah, the league wasn't as good this year. Um, but, he, I mean, he did everything you, you could have asked him to. So, yeah. you can't really take anything away from this chip necessarily, I don't think. The only um, thing I will say, yeah. the Celtics had a much harder uh, trail to the to the finals than the Warriors. So yeah. I will say I feel like they were a little burnt out. Like they look burnt out. I will at points. I was like, damn, they just like dude. But also, yeah, the Celtics were a really good team in the playoffs. But they dude, really they had to go. Around, but like the four, the three best teams in the East. I think the Warriors team dude, is still um, definitely better than the Celtics. Like definitely. The fact that you have dude. Jordan Poole can drop thirty in any given playoff game is pretty uh, amazing. Yeah, they, they so were good. really good. They, their starting like, five was, was I pretty just said I don't think the Warriors' chances of making it back to the finals are, like, are too high this year, considering – Oh, I think they're, like, sky high. No. Wow. I don't think they do All they're it, doing but is... it's hard to argue, yeah, that they're not high. Uh, how, um, like, they're a well-oiled machine, and, like, James Wiseman's supposed to be, like, great. It's true. I mean, it'll never work out, but – it's not just him. You have Jordan Poole. Like, how do you know Jordan Poole is not going to become like a perennial All Star just because he was drafted low? I mean, like the guy seems like an absolute beast. We'll yeah, I don't know, but I mean, I I get the you know the Steph Curry thing, but like, I don't, I don't know. It's like no one's arguing he's fucking LeBron or or Jordan. But it's you like know. I wouldn't take him over Hakeem, and that's what I'm – or KD. Like, like I wouldn't take – I would him take him over KD in a heartbeat. But no, maybe, I don't know about Hakeem. In, like, a Game 7 situation, KD's the No, guy dude, but KD has to get to a Game but 7 saying, by that's not what being a bitch and put together. But they played together, and he's the one that took over. Yeah, but, like, that's not all that matters. Like, KD has won less championships because of how he's handled his career, too. Like – Curry stayed put, and you have to think Curry's like a player coach to all these fucking impressive young guys, and has a big part if in the chemistry. If just stayed with the Warriors, they would have won probably two. All right, well, fine. Maybe if greatness is solely like being able to hit the last shot in a theoretical game seven, then yeah. But everything else about Stephen Curry is better than that. That's just cap. Die. Not everything, like skill wise, but like I think he's, he's a, a better, the better teammate. He's a better. What? Yeah, okay, in that sense. One more, like, too. I'm, I'm, like, taking someone in a game seven. Like, I'm not taking – You like, have to get there first by not being a fuck. Yeah, but, like, the thing is, this argument, again, it's like, is he LeBron? Is he, is he Jordan? Absolutely fucking not. Is he top five? No. But top five to top ten, it's, like, it's not even fucking worth arguing, like, who's better out of those guys. I kind of agree. Like, Curry's in that argument, and there's no fucking doubt. I'm not going to say he's, like, minimally better than, like, the sixth guy ever. Like, it's just hard. It's also going to be so much easier when we're 50 talking about guys that we, like, watched play. Like, yeah, you can go back and watch highlights, but, like – Exactly. I don't know if you get the full picture of how good – 
Hakeem was versus Steph Curry because like you don't know like what people were saying about him at the time like how famous he really was like I guess you could maybe you know but like I think you have to live it all right yeah agreed all right we'll end it with topic eight yeah yeah that's Um, my last one so excluding the Nets who should be the favorite in the east next season Burke um I want to say the Celtics but I kind of feel like it's just going to be the Bucks. I feel like Giannis is just going to be – I think he's going to win the MVP next year. I think he's just going to be a monster. Um, and I just think is the Celtics are going to have a harder trip in the playoffs again because, like, I think the, the East is going to be come back. I think it's going to be stacked up. Like, if the Nets are as good as I think they're going to be and they have Kyrie the full season and KD – and you can get Simmons back to normal, bro. Like, they're going to be a hard team to beat. So, I don't know. Like, I – and I think the only team that could beat them is, like, someone, like, with the Bucks, with someone that's as dominant as Giannis. So, I don't know. So, I think if Middleton stays healthy, like, and they have a second guy, they're going to win. So, I'm going to go with the Bucks. All right. I'm going to go real quick. So, I mean, I, I don't even think the Nets will be, like, a top three seed. Um no, no <laughs> Look, way. I don't know if I can say that like with bat and back it up that well with the actual talent of these guys I'm talking about, but I just feel like they're fucking like have been beaten with a baseball bat. Like the, the fucking team is like what like why should I expect anything to change? Like they brought in a guy that wouldn't even play last year. Kyrie, it wasn't just COVID. He's always been a dick, like since he left Cleveland. Um and like KD's been injury prone. So like I just like I mean I'd pick the Bucks over them. The Heat pro- I mean they seem to do it every year. And the Celtics. And so and then I think the Bucks should win if Giannis is really I want him to win. So I want him to be like as great as possible. And I think he is great. So he really should win again. And I hope he gets the MVP. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucs winning it all. So they're going to be my favorite in the East. Um, I think the Celtics are our second. And then I think my Sixers are going to be third. Um, we're going to need some injuries from the Bucks and the Celtics here. Um, so, you know, maybe that's something we look into. Um, I don't know if, if they know a guy in Boston, if they know a guy in Milwaukee. They probably don't know anyone in Milwaukee. Um, but I'm just going to really rely on a Chris Middleton ACL. Um, you can't injure Giannis, so don't even try. Um, and then the Celtics, they're so fucking deep. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, <laughs> so it's going to be tough for the Sixers, but, um, you know what? Maybe I'll put in a little $5 bet. Um, Sixers win the chip next year, um, just to add to the glory, but it's going to be bucks for sure. Word. All righty. Well, that does it. Um, the rust is off. Um, and we're back, baby. The tray is back. Episode 14 in the books. This motherfucker, John, is high Wait. as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm hungry as fuck. <clears throat> I think my roommate's making paella. I'm not too confident in his cooking ability, but we're going to see how it plays out. Um, and we'll be back, whether it's next week, the week after, hopefully next week, episode 15, mark it on your calendar. 
we're back, baby. Hi, hi. <laughs> All right.